We went to Target to pick up some games. And I said, oh my God, Bananagrams. And Julia said, what's Bananagrams? And I said, I'm gonna change your life forever. Welcome to Talk The Line, I'm Jen Long. This season we're talking to artists about their passions during lockdown. And on this episode, I'm joined by the LA-based, recently Grammy-nominated Canadian singer and songwriter, JP Sachs. Good morning. Good evening. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Thanks for taking the time out of your morning. I see you've got a lovely smoothie there, though. My pleasure. It's a pineapple coconut smoothie that my girlfriend handed to me just as I was coming to talk to you. Oh, what an angel. A true miracle. Thank you so much for taking the time to um, sit with us in this weird moment in history. That's kind of the theme of these podcasts is um, talking about things that people have become passionate about or discovered or just spent a lot of time doing while we're all enforced to stay at home and have these new weird times for new weird things, you know, instead of going out and being on tour and going to studios, you've got to stay at home. And I hear that your thing is Bananagrams. It is indeed. It is one of my many things, but it is one of the one of the things of which I am the most passionate about. Where have you been like for lockdown and like how strict has it been where you've been and how much kind of free time have you had? Uh, I've been mostly in Los Angeles and I've had an abundance of free time. I think all of us have had more free time than we could possibly know what to do with. And thus we have accessed the creative part of our minds that needs to find passion in meaningless things, such as a bunch of letters in a banana. All right, so starting at the beginning of my journey with Bananagrams, I, I didn't I actually didn't prep at all what we were gonna talk about. I just trusted both of us that we would be able to, you know, talk about stupid shit for a half an hour and that Bananagrams could just be the caveat rooting anchor of said stupid shit. I that don't know. So so fine with me. My notes consist of bunch, peel, split, rotten top, dump bananas. Those are all key words to the game. <laughs> In, in preparing for this, I actually didn't, I didn't think about the first time I played Bananagrams until this very moment when I've remembered that the first time I played Bananagrams was with my friend Jobin Sam. And Jobin introduced me to Bananagrams while we were in India together when I was 17 years old, which coincidentally was the same day. I remember this day vividly because he introduced me to two very important things in my life that day. Bananagrams and Coldplay. <laughs> the first time I ever heard Fix You was the first day I played Bananagrams. Wow. It might have also been the same day he introduced me to Bon Iver and played me Skinny Love. Oh. That's a lot of good for one day. Bananagrams, Fix You, and Skinny Love. Life-changing day, arguably. I feel like the soundtrack to Bananagrams should be some sort of like Benny Hill theme tune, you know, like... No, 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 no. It, the soundtrack to Bananagram should be very introspective and emotional <laughs> and full of depth. Is it, is it not quite a hectic game, though? Isn't the whole thing to just be, like, scrambling? It's hectic if you are hectic. Oh, okay. <laughs> if, if you are at peace with the grams, then uh, it can be very calming. Because it, it's, it's not about speed. It's more about, uh, it's, it's more about acceptance of change. Really, it's the whole game. It's a, it's, a, it's a metaphor. What makes you good at Bananagrams isn't the ability to create the biggest words. Because if you get attached to your words, you're going to lose. It's the ability to be able to change quickly and without emotional attachment to, you know, if you had vicissitudes on your board and you're like, oh my God, vicissitudes, I'm a genius. 
but then it doesn't work with the X you just got. So you have to totally abandon what you thought was your star word for something totally new. And you have to do that over and over until you win. It's just like life. I feel like this is something, I feel like this is a true story. This is something that genuinely happened to you. You had vicissitudes. It's a little bit of an unrealistic anecdote because I don't think vicissitudes, I think it's too many letters to really, to really ever show up at Bananagrams. Like usually like seven, eight, nine letters max. And I'm not sure how many vicissitudes is, but it feels like it's more than that. It would take 10 seconds to count, but I'm not going to do it. It feels like a waste of our time. Yeah, that's too much like a spelling bee. That's filling me with anxiety. It's not like in Scrabble. You don't get points for words. You don't get like at the start, if you use up all your letters and you hit like a triple word and all these different things. No. No, it's not about being the most impressive. It's just about, um, it's just about making it all work. You ever wonder why a spelling bee is called a spelling bee? Well, I have now. I'm is curious. It, what are the, why the bee? Is it B as in B-E-E? I don't know. I don't know either. I only know it from American television. And you never really get the spelling. Do the British not have spelling bees? I don't know. I guess if we would, we'd probably call them spelling competitions or something like that. Hmm. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could Google it now, but I feel like we've got more important topics to discuss. We do. There is this one famous podcaster who I'm not a huge fan of who has like a sidekick who will Google things like mid-interview and look things up. Um, we don't have that here today. Well, I've, there's a cat on my bed. <laughs> not very good with a smartphone. What's the name? Uh, the name is Pancake. Pancake. So I can get like the rules set in my head. If we were playing Bananagrams, I would be allowed to have cat. Oh, but yeah. I could also have pancake because that's an actual word, isn't it? So cat is three different words. Cat, you could use as C-A-T. Act, also a word. Tack, also a word. So very... A malleable word there. Also, you want to, you know, you want to be creating words that leave openings for other words as you get them. Because once you finish your original board, you're just getting one letter at a time. So it's more about how you incorporate the new things than it is about what you've established in your board. Right. Okay. So, like basic basic rules of bananagrams. Uh-huh. You start. You start with all the tiles. It's just like it's. It comes in like a a bag that's shaped like a banana. Sure. That's the only. I, I think the someone someone at in somewhere looking at a Scrabble board probably thought, hey, the word anagrams and the word banana go together. And when I said I just got a laptop, I don't know how to turn off the <laughs> I, I tried, this is my, for those, we talked about this before, but this is my second ever Zoom on a laptop. Um, and on the first one, I didn't know how to turn off the dinging and I still, I still don't know. I'm in my 20s. I know, it does, I know I'm like talking about technology like I'm a 78-year-old man, but I, I am a 20-something indeed. I think it might be in system preferences, just for future reference. I'll catch that later. Okay, cool. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not popular enough for it to be a, a burden on our conversation. Fingers crossed. But I mean, this is just, this is just the sound of, uh, of 2020 coming back to haunt us in 2021, isn't it? I hope that anyone listening to this podcast checked their phone in that moment. I don't know if it actually goes through. If like you heard the dinging or, or I'm just talking. No, no, you do hear the dinging, but it sounds somewhat artificial from the other side. It doesn't sound I, like it doesn't, doesn't sound authentic enough to be in the room. So Sorry. I think someone was like anagrams, banana go together. Could they go together in a sellable gamifiable way? 
Mm. Um, and thus, thus came Bananagrams. I don't know if that's the true story. I don't know the origins of the game, but there aren't very many connections between bananas in the words other than the banana-shaped bag and the banana-themed words that you say to play. Yeah. It feels like someone just found like a really fun portmanteau and was like, banana, that banana, it doesn't even actually work, does it? Bananagrams. Yeah, a little bit. It works. I can sell this. What did you call it? A, a portmanteau? Port yeah. I haven't heard that word in a very long time. Oh, it's like two words together, right? I, I take your word for it. Like brunch. Mm, right. Yeah. Although it's kind of disappointing that it isn't two words together. Is the it'd be better if a portmanteau was like an actual portmanteau. <laughs> I mean, it could be potentially. It's two separate words, though. Portmanteau. Yeah. Is it is portmanteau two words? Oh no, it's not. No, it's one word. Sorry, it is one word. It's, like, it's the episode of Frasier that I was watching yesterday had a play on it where it was two words. <laughs> Sorry, back to the rules of bananagrams. I'm not sure if you're allowed to use words in other languages. We don't play that way only because we don't know too many words in other languages. Although I think there have been some occasions where adopted other language words that are reasonably well embraced in the English language have been allowed. Mm. Like encore or touche. Yeah, I took French for 10 years in high school and I speak very little of it. I like to pretend I'm learning it on Duolingo, but I haven't, the, the app's just in the cloud. I haven't used it in so long. I need to do a quick redaction of what I just said because I said I took it for 10 years in high school and I was not in high school. <laughs> but 10 years throughout my schooling. I've also tried Duolingo, but I very rarely do it anywhere outside the bathroom and I very rarely retain any of it. <laughs> yeah. You haven't played it. I have never played it, but before talking to you, I've watched several YouTube videos on how to play it. Ah. So I have a vague understanding, but it's not contextualized within uh, the history of real play. I see. Have you played Scrabble? I have played Scrabble. Do you like Scrabble? Yes and no. I don't like the pressure of mm. when you can't find a good space or you can't make a good word and you know that the other person is getting bored or the other people are getting bored and then you yeah. feel pressure and then you just rush out like a little three letter thing. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's, it's I think, where Bananagrams finds its function. It's, it's Scrabble without the very, very frustrating requirement of waiting for an op opponent who is like just being too much of an optimizer about their words. Mm. It's more immediate Scrabble. Okay. Did you watch The Queen's Gambit? I haven't, it's on my to watch list. I haven't now, watched it yet. That one's worth watching. I think the only thing that would have liked, made me like it better is if it was about Scrabble. Not about Bananagrams? No, I don't think there's quite, a, there's not quite enough subtlety in Bananagrams to fulfill the plot line of that show, but I, I think they may have been able to do it with Scrabble, although I really did love that show a whole lot. Mm, okay, you're like the third person that's told me how brilliant it is, so I feel like I need to need to do it. It's really brilliant. You know when you when you take in a piece of art that you're particularly moved by and it just makes you want to live a little bit deeper? Do you think, like, I, th I think when I was like 
doing a little research on Bananagrams, it mentioned that when it first came out, it kind of came out as like a toy, kind of came out as like a child's game, not necessarily something that would sit alongside your like adult Monopoly, Scrabble, Cluedo. I don't even, I can't even think what all the other games are. It would, it would take a reasonably articulate child, but I, I don't think that's impossible. And I guess there are some similarities to like block letters and how you, and how you teach kids how to, how to read simple words. I was very excited this year when the opportunity to speak with the Bananagrams marketing team arrived in my email inbox. Okay. Did this come from your lyric video? It, it came from my lyric video. I did, a, I did a Bananagrams lyric video without Bananagrams permission and Bananagrams didn't have any issue with it. They actually quite liked it. And then they reached out about doing potentially some more, um, some more official collaborations, which is just all I've ever wanted. I think like one of the unexpected side effects of having a, a semi-successful and growing career is I'm able, <laughs> I'm able to uh, actualize some of my dorky dreams in ways that I didn't expect. There is less of a risk of being bullied for liking very silly things and more of a chance of enabling those who like equally silly things to be less afraid of being bullied for liking them. I can, uh, <laughs> I can uh, you know, find ways to collaborate with Bananagrams. I also was able to interview an astronaut. That was a highlight of 2020 for me. Do they play Bananagrams? No, you can't play Bananagrams in space. They just, Tars would be... You cannot play Bananagrams in space unless they had like little magnets on the back of them and you had like a magnet wall. This is your do collaboration. Magnet, do magnets in space work? Does, the, uh, does a magnetic field in space persist? I would have asked the astronaut this if we had talked before I spoke with David St. Jacques from the Canadian Space Agency, who I really did interview. It was a really fun moment for me. Well, how did this happen through Bananagrams? It has nothing to do with Bananagrams. The only connection to Bananagrams is it, I, one of my trains of thought on Bananagrams led me to this astronaut. Um, okay. But the reason it happened is because I have a music video in which I'm in space. Not the Bananagrams music video, a different music video. But yeah. I am a fake astronaut. And then I reached out to a real astronaut and asked if I could interview him, fake astronaut to real astronaut. What was the coolest thing that the real astronaut told you? I mean, I mostly asked him about his feelings because I, I, feel, I feel like most of his interviews were focused on, on the very fascinating scientific elements of his profession, but I felt entirely unqualified to ask him about life on Europa or water on Mars. So I instead asked him about maintaining a long distance relationship from space to earth. It was fascinating. It is on my Instagram to be rewatched by anyone who's interested in emotional lessons from a very emotionally articulate uh, astronaut. Thank you for the plug. Back to Bananagrams. I don't, I don't want to call it like passion, but your new, your renewed love for Bananagrams, is that something that happened during the first lockdown or in March, kind of when everything sort of became terrifying? Yeah, I'm trying to think when, when we rediscovered it. So as I said, original discovery of Bananagrams in Rajasthan, India, as a 17-year-old with Jobin, the same day I discovered Coldplay. The rediscovery of Bananagrams was, I think, New Year's 2019, so pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend and I were in Niagara Falls, and we had rented a Airbnb for New Year's, and were, had invited a few of my best friends to join us, and we went to Target to pick up some games. 
And I said, oh my God, bananagrams. And Julia said, what's bananagrams? And I said, I'm gonna change your life forever. And we bought bananagrams and I think we played it the first time that night and the first time I beat her. So she was like, I hate this game. And then we said, let's just play one more time. And then the second time she beat me, thus catching the competitive bug. Because, you know, she really like second time ever playing, she like crushed it. So then she got really into it. And then we got very competitive about our bananagrams and we would make certain bets on our bananagram games. And then when quarantine happened, we had more time than ever for our bananagram obsession. So it got a lot of control. And then we introduced it to some of our friends and then it became, then it, then it, then it became a whole factor in our community. When you were like rediscovering it during lockdown, was there a certain kind of like ritual around playing bananagrams? Was it something casual, just like you're both sitting around a bit bored and you're like, should I have a game? Or was it more like tonight, bananagrams? I'm going to cook dinner, you open a bottle of wine, light a candle, stick some cold play on bananagrams. <laughs> uh, a little bit of both. Sometimes, sometimes it was an occasion and sometimes it was a bananagrams. <laughs> um, both, of which, uh, both of which brought immense joy. And I still think to this day, hundreds of games in. I mean, obviously, my I have one. I have one main Bananagrams opponent because I live with one person and see very other, very few other people ever. Although, as we were sitting, I'm trying to think of like long distance Bananagrams could work, and I don't think it could. I guess it could if we both had a collection of letters, and every time one of us said peel, we took a letter or a dump, we like put letters back. No, nah, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. No, nah, mm. because it's the it's called the bunch, right? The bunch, yeah. the, like pile of tiles. I'm not sure how we would coordinate our bunches. Exactly, right? We need to make sure that they were split fairly. Because it would suck if you had like none of the bad letters and I had like loads of Q's, Z's and X's. Yeah, I'm not, I really don't know how it would work at all. There should be a Bananagrams app and I don't think there is. There are some like off-brand fake Bananagrams apps, um, which I've tried when I was on tour pre-pandemic. Julie and I tried some of the the off-brand Bananagrams, but um, they, they didn't do it for us. We needed the real thing. Okay, how long does a game of Bananagrams last? Well, it depends. Um, on average, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, maybe 20. Oh. But they're pretty quick games. We usually play like three to four games in one sitting. Okay. But if you're, if you're speedy, and I would consider myself speedy, it, it, can, be, it can be less than that. What's the quickest game you've ever had? I've never timed one, but um, I will time my next game and get back to you. Okay. So they're like all the different things, all the different commands or like calls or like names of stuff. It's all like banana related. So they're like... Well, when you pick a new tile, when you finish your board and you need a new tile, you say peel. And then all the other players have to take a peel. If you're just fed up with a letter that you don't know how to use, you can say dump. And then you take three other letters from the bunch. Um, and then when you're finished, you say bananagrams, and you have one. Okay. I, I thought you said bananas. Mm, I, maybe, but that's, that isn't the way we have played. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes with Julia, I will, um, I will say peel quite, quite um, enthusiastically in an attempt to, to throw off her train of thought. You know, there are mind games to it, too. Okay. What are the mind games to bananagrams? Well, just that really. There's okay. not much beyond. That. But if, you, if if you say if you say peel rather loud and enthusiastically, you you do interrupt someone's flow. Okay. Yeah. 
Or if you say it very calmly, very calm and confidently, you can like, they start feeling insecure about how behind they are. And then, you know, if you're, if you're acting from a place of insecurity, it's, it's very hard to access the most powerful parts of your brain. It's a speed thing, but it's also just like a calm, see all the different, you know, like Queen's Gambit. You look up at the ceiling, you see all the letters, you see them kind of forming into different shapes. And if you're worried about, if you're, if you're insecure about your ability to shape said words, it, it doesn't really come together because you can only see it one step at a time. And as you put one thing together, you see another thing and then you see another thing. And it really is an allegory because you can't figure out a year of your life all at once. But once you figure out one step, the next step is much easier to figure out. Wow. I mean, the way you talk about it, it does sound like there's a certain like meditative like therapy to it. This kind of like focus and being like in the zone, in the flow. And, you know, the way that you're like, you need to just have that being able to abandon something and start again and not being too precious. It sounds like there's a deeper, deeper level of bananagrams than just a silly fun game for kids. I, I would say so. Have you taken anything from bananagrams into your daily life? Yeah, I think I think many of those bananagrams philosophies are philosophies that I try and apply widely, such as not trying to figure out everything all at the same time because I'm incapable of doing so. And if I tried, if I looked at my mess of letters and tried to see all of them matched up all at once, I would sit there doing nothing. But as soon as I make one small word, I see another small word, and then I see another small word. Then I see another small word, and then the next letters don't really phase me because I'm already prepared, and all I can all I can do is fix the problems in front of me. And I've often said that if I arrived at today's challenges six months ago, I would have been woefully unprepared. But right now, everything seems reasonably overcomable. So if I think of six months from now, me's problems, and they seem overwhelming, I just have to trust that six months from now, me is going to be able to handle six months from now, me's problems, just like. Five minutes from now, me is going to be able to handle the letters that haven't arrived on my Bananagrams board yet. Got it. <laughs> and like, have you turned many friends onto Bananagrams? Like, is it something that you like to share with people or is it something that you and Julia like to keep as your thing? It, it is. It's something we've definitely shared with people. And when we've had small gatherings, we have played together. I've learned that if I let my friends win the first time, they're more not likely to play with me again. So that's part of the manipulation as well. Is it just available from like any toy, toy store or like, I don't know, I guess just the internet. It's probably just available on like Amazon, right? Anyone can just it's, it's available on the internet and in, in most toy or department stores. Cool. They've persevered. They, they've become somewhat omnipotent in, in the game aisles of the world. And I'm proud of them for that. Yeah, that's cool. It feels like a bit of a niche game. It doesn't feel like it has the sort of notoriety of your scrabbles or your chesses. But it sounds like it's quite an intellectual game at the same time. I would say that there are Scrabble players who may look down on it, but Bananagrams to Scrabble is like, I don't know, what's a fancier number game than Sudoku? Or is it like know. what Boggle is to Sudoku? Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the uh, comparison is because I, really, I don't really fuck with numbers. They make my brain hurt. Um, I'm more of a word guy. <laughs> So like when you like talk to your friends and you're like, you've got to try this Bananagrams game, like how many of them are like, oh, I love that. And how many are like, what the hell's that? Like what's the kind of general level of um, awareness of Bananagrams? I think most people I've introduced it to haven't, haven't embraced it in their lives yet. Okay. But all of them who have, have, have come to really enjoy it. Got it. It looks like it would be a good tour game as well. Because with, with Scrabble, it's got, the, it's got the grid, you know, it's like it's so fixed. But just having yeah. that like comfy bag, you can just chuck it in any suitcase. 
it's a good tour game if you're imagining playing in the green room. It is a bad tour game if you're imagining playing on the bus because the Scrabble grid on the bus is helpful, whereas Spinograms is free form and would likely fall off the table. Something to remember for when you get back to touring in 2025. <laughs> Don't say things like that. It's mean. Sorry. That's mean. That's the future of my joy you're joking about the delay of 2025 when I'm 81. <laughs> You'd have moved on to something else by then. You'd have moved on to Sudoku. Never. Just crosswords. Crosswords I like. Uh, crosswords like training for bananagrams. They are definitely in the same region of my mind. Uh, thanks so much. I'm going to say goodbye to you and then, uh, yeah, happy bananagramming. Everyone happy bananagramming. JP's new single, Line by Line, with Marin Morris, is out now. Original music by Bright Light, Bright Light. Produced by Paul Bridgewater. Thanks for listening. See you next time.